Welcome to this week's edition of Mountain Outhouse News. I'm your host, Jam Jam. This is the crazy to happen in running this week. This week's stories include the first sub four minute miler to tow the line at Western States, the Black Canyon 200K, and Hard Rock picks a new course director. The second golden ticket race of the year is in the books as the Black Canyon 100K took place last weekend in Arizona. Similar to two years ago, Reigns forced the race to use a race alternate course, although this one was a bit different than in 2017. This year, runners ran on a course that featured a bit of road through Black Canyon City itself, giving those comfortable on more runnable terrain a bit of an edge. Matt Daniels took to this and hit a home run, leading a good majority of the race, winning in 7 hours 20 minutes, a solid 25 minutes ahead of second. Chris Mako, who had been moving up steadily all race, passed Eric Sensman in the final quarter mile to nab second place again. Since he already earned his golden ticket at Bandera last month, Eric was able to secure his golden ticket to states for the second consecutive year. Early race favorites Max King and Jared Hazen both withdrew at the mile 50 mark after suffering some illness and injury mid-race. Guess they'll live to race another day. On the ladies' side, it was a rather textbook win and runner-up from Casey Liktai and Io Wang, who both checked off solid races and earned their way back to Western States this summer. Casey won in 8.38 with Io 10 minutes back. In a distance third was Mallory Richard of Canada in 9.33. We now go to our correspondent A. Jizzle Wizzle on the Beast Coast for his reaction to the results at Black Canyon and his thoughts on Matt Daniels, the first sub-four-minute miler to earn a slot in Western States. Hey, Outhouse Nation. It's Ages of Whistle from the Beast Coast. How are you? Hey, Jam Jam. Great job with the Black Canyon this past weekend. It was fun to watch from afar. I hope to get out there to run it one day. Really good to see some veterans uh, come out of the woodwork and get some golden ticket spots. Casey and Eow and Eric Sensman and and that Daniels kid, man, that Daniels kid is fast. How fast do you think he can go at Western States? I guess he's a sub four minute miler. So, I mean, he should be able to get to the track by what, lunchtime? It'll be interesting to see. Anyway, this is the exciting time of year, spring build up races and all the good stuff going on. I uh, hope everybody's training's going well out here in the Beast Coast. We're finally starting to see the flowers come up and uh, get a little uh, sunshine in the late afternoon. So till next time, from the Beast Coast, age is a whistle. Thanks for that, AJW. And a hearty congratulations to Eric Sensman, who just turned 30. Way to nab that ticket, birthday pal. Our final piece of Black Canyon news comes to us from runner Bill Dittman. He confided in me a few weeks prior to the race of his intention to double the event, wanting to complete the first ever Black Canyon 200K. I thought that was, this was a pretty intriguing concept and was curious how it might pan out. With the swollen Agua Fria River forcing the reroute and making it literally impossible to cross safely, Bill was undeterred and started out anyways from the true 100K finish at Emory Henderson Trailhead, about 16 hours prior to the real gun going off. He found an alternate way up to the start line, finishing his first 100K in under 15 hours, leaving about an hour's of rest before lining up with the rest of the field. I'm happy to report Bill was able to successfully complete his goal and doubled up. Nice. Only ultra runners. Seriously. The Hard Rock 100 was seeking a new course director for their annual run around the San Juan, San Juan Mountains in Colorado, 
and they've announced their pick. It's really no surprise to those who make the trek to ra the race each year that they selected James Varner to replace longtime course director Charlie Thorne. James has been at almost every edition of the race since 2004 and has multiple finishes under his belt. A definite huge shout out to Charlie Thorne, who was one of the event founders and a huge part of the Hard Rock 100 race organization. We hope he enjoys his retirement. As course director, James will be responsible for ensuring the course is permittable, cleared and marked for the race each year. No easy task with the race going all the way up to 14,000 feet above sea level. Looking for a way into the 2024 Olympic Marathon but can't quite grab that Olympic Trials qualifying time to vie for a legit spot? No fear. The organizers of the Paris Olympic Marathon have announced that after the elite Olympians take to the streets to run the marathon, the general public will have a chance to run there the same day. This is pretty rad and should build some extra excitement for the event, no doubt. Not sure about you, but I sure as heck would love to tow the line that day. Hope to see some of you there in 2024 in Paris. No word yet on how they will divvy out those coveted spots. The USATF 100 Mile Road Championships took place at the Jackpot Ultras last weekend in Las Vegas. We saw the fastest 100 mile time of the year thus far from none other than Mark Hammond. He hammered out a 13 hour, five minute time to secure the win. On a side note, that would have been the third fastest 100 mile time of all of 2018. As for the ladies, Connie Gardner was your winner in 18 hours, 15 minutes with a solid two hour win margin. The course was held on a 1.2 mile certified course in a park. The hyped up showdown between Jim Walmsley and Rob Crar, Flagstaff neighbors who decided to take their head to head battle all the way to Hong Kong for the fast 100 kilometer fell flat. First off, race organizers somehow did not secure the proper permits to hold the full 100 kilometer distance and instead just put on a 50 miler. Come on peeps, it's in the name of your race. Get your shit together. Ultimately, Rob pulled out of the event and Jim put on an exhibition smashing the field with a win in six hours, five minutes. Second place was local speedster and Hoka teammate, Young Kwan Yun. Just 36 finished. Guess we'll have to wait another day to see Jim race Rob. Another USATF National Championship event took place this past weekend, this one in the Auburn slash cool area of California under some sloppy conditions. The formidable 50K features a fair shake of climbing and had a solid field. On the ladies' side, Danny Moreno was just three minutes off Stephanie Violet's course record from last year, with a win in four hours, 12 minutes, taking the win by four minutes over Rachel Drake, who ran 4.16. Chessa Adsit Morris was third a bit back in 4.24. The first two ladies earned auto spots to be to the Trail World Championships in Portugal June 8th. On the men's side, Tim Tollefson came out of his mammoth hibernation to dominate this field of strong men. He ran away with the win in three hours, 43 minutes, a full six minutes ahead of second place Sam Solly, who's pretty new to the ultra scene. Both will also earn a spot on that trail world team. Faye Norby, who's been on an absolute tear this winter with wins the Tiscobia and Arrowhead Ultras, just won the Arctic Epica, which is another winter ultra race. Again, I just cannot comprehend these events. Totally out of my league. 
We wrap up this week with a somber reminder that the trails, especially under adverse conditions, are not without risk. The Southern California running community lost one of its own as local runner Ernesto Alonso Rodriguez slipped off an icy trail near the top of Mount Wilson, just outside Los Angeles, and did not make it out of the mountains alive. Mount Wilson is right along the Angeles Crest 100 course, and yes, can feature hazardous wintry conditions. Thoughts to his family and friends in this tough time. And with that, thanks for tuning in to episode 133 of Outhouse News. Thanks for checking out the show, and we'll see you next time. If you have crazy stories to share or a question or feedback for the show, please leave a comment below. If you'd like to directly support the show financially, consider becoming a Patreon supporter of this channel or pick up this custom pair of Jam Jam's sunglasses. Links below. Have a shitty week. <laughs>